Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. All right. I know for a lot of you, it feels like it has been a long week. And I know a lot of you are also thinking, I know it's Friday, but how is my life really going to change? Because Saturday and Sunday, everything is like Groundhog Day. And I totally understand that. But I believe it has been a really good week if you are interested in sports returning. The PGA officially announced that they are going to open back up on June 11th. That is their plan. That is fantastic if you are out there and you're thinking, okay, when is there going to be real sports going again? Dana White is saying that on May 9th, he's going to have an event. Whether you consider them real sports or not, the WWE is now an essential business in the state of Florida. We've got Democrats and Republicans, cats and dogs living together, as Bill Murray said in Ghostbusters, all coming together and saying it makes sense for sports to come back. Whether you're Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York or Republican Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida or Donald Trump, President of the United States, Mike Pence, it doesn't matter. Sports tends to unite us all. And I feel like most people are all pulling in the direction of bringing sports back. Dr. Anthony Fauci said, hey, you can definitely play sports again. Also, yesterday in the press conference, He said he could see, as the summer came to a close, larger events being allowed. You've got states deciding that they're going to be exiting the uh, stay-at-home order that has been going on for so long. The numbers, and this is key, the numbers continue to decline 12 straight days since a peak was set on April 4th that we have seen a decline in total new daily cases. 12 straight days, almost two straight weeks since the peak was set on April 4th. That's a really, really good sign. Total new uh, deaths were down substantially yesterday compared to the day before. We have reached, in many ways, a plateau in terms of the deaths. And so everything is getting better in terms of the coronavirus. There are a lot of states out there that are not in very bad shape. Those states are going to be able to soon be able to have more and more freedom. So I understand there's a lot of doom and gloomers out there. I understand there's people who are going to sell you on the idea 
that things are going to be awful. You can't listen to those people. Look at the data. Believe what you should believe, which is optimist win, not only in the United States, but in the world at large. And we are moving in a very, very optimistic direction on this Friday as we head into the weekend. There's even some things to look forward to on the weekend, such as The Last Dance, the documentary about Michael Jordan that ESPN is going to be showing on Sunday, which we're going to be talking about during the course of today's program some, which I'm really excited to watch. Another interesting theory about what might be going on in the world of sports as it pertains to The Last Dance, how about what's going on in college basketball? This is a topic that has been out there forever. The one-and-done rule, what do you think about it? I am a capitalist. I believe in markets. I don't have any problem with an 18-year-old going pro. And so I have always been opposed to the idea that the best players in basketball should have to go basically be sham students for like six months on a college campus before they can go pro. I think if you're good enough to be a pro athlete, you should be able to go pro. We don't require Taylor Swift when she's 16 years old or 18 years old, certainly, to go sing in Vanderbilt's chorus before she releases an album. If there is a market demand for your talent and you want to sell it, you should have that right. For a long time, this one-and-done rule has artificially required kids who may not have any interest in going to college otherwise to go to school for a few months to play basketball, and then to end up deciding to go to the NBA. And I don't think this is ideal for the NBA, and I also don't think it's ideal for college. And we know that lots of kids can go directly from high school to the NBA and be wildly successful. I'll give you a couple. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. There are a lot more. Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady. You know all these guys. Some guys who go straight from high school to the pros don't pan out. But that's okay. Everybody doesn't end up a superstar. And so if you look at the history of high schoolers to the NBA, what's fascinating is high schoolers who go to the NBA are actually more successful than four-year players in college who go to the NBA. Do you know why that is? Because if you get drafted out of high school, you tend to be more talented and a better player. And so what's happened is The NBA has finally gotten wise to the fact that it makes no sense, and they lost a couple of top draft picks that would have been playing in the United States to go down to Australia. And now Jalen Green, who probably is going to be the number one overall pick in the 2021 draft. I don't follow basketball recruiting really closely, but Jalen Green is the next big thing, and the G League has gotten smart. And they have now bumped up their yearly salary to $500,000 in the G League to get players to go play in the G League instead of going to college. So Jalen Green is going to make $500,000 for a one-year deal in the D League. The NBA is going to develop him in talent. And as a result, he's also able to sign a shoe contract and go ahead and make all the money that he wants to at the age of 18. Now... There are some people out there who are going to argue this is really bad for college basketball. This is creating a, uh, a major issue for bas- college basketball. I actually disagree. I think this is good for college basketball, and I also think it's good for the NBA. Why? Because college basketball has gotten in a really bad position where they're forced to try to chase high school kids and figure out whether or not they got improper benefits. Basically, they got paid by shoe companies or or handlers or whoever it is, when what they're really trying to do in the NCAA is keep the free market from working. And so it never made sense, and people blame the NCAA for this, but the NCAA doesn't set eligibility rules. It never made sense for the NBA to require players to only go to college for one year. This, to me, will free up the NCAA from having to police the players that are so good that they have an economic value already so they can go straight into the G League, start making money, and the NCAA can be college basketball for kids who aren't anywhere near ready to be pros and want to stay and go get educations for three or four years. 
And as part of the G League deal that Jalen Green is signing, if he doesn't pan out as an NBA player, then he's going to get the opportunity as part of his deal to go back to college and eventually get his degree, and it's going to be paid for as a part of this G League deal. So this, to me, is a really good move by the NBA. I think it's a smart move by basketball in general. It pushes us closer towards what should be, I believe, the system that's in place for every college athlete, which is this. When you are 18 years old, you should be able to enter the draft, whether it's the NHL, whether it's Major League Baseball, whether it's the NBA, or even, crazily, whether it's the NFL. And if somebody wants to draft you, and it's probably not going to happen in the NFL because the kids aren't big, fast, and strong enough yet, but it should at least be an option. If somebody wants to draft you, then you can negotiate with that team, find out what you're worth, and decide whether or not to sign. And if you don't sign, then you go to college and you commit to at least three years of college. And then after that third year, you go back into the draft and you can get drafted anew. And then you leave if you want and you go and you play in, uh, in, the, uh, in the future. For college uh, baseball, that's what happens for the Major League Baseball draft. It's the best possible system. At 18, you find out your economic value. If you love where you get drafted and you want to take the guaranteed money then, you go into the minor leagues, you sign a contract, they guarantee to pay one day for you to be able to go into college if you don't pan out as a Major League Baseball player. And if you decide that's not the path you want to take, you agree to go to college for three years and develop your skills there and then hope that you're going to make more money and also be able to go in at a higher level of minor league baseball. To me, this is like a no-brainer. I think that would strengthen college basketball immensely. We basically have that system already in college football because the NFL doesn't allow you to come out until three years after your high school class is graduated. Now, I still think you should be able to get exemptions in the NFL, uh, in the Maurice Claret situation, if you are a stud running back, and the example that I used was Marcus Lattimore, after Marcus Lattimore's freshman year at South Carolina, he was ready to go pro, tears up his knee as a sophomore, tears up the other knee as a junior, never plays in the NFL. I'm not saying he had to go pro, but I'm saying if you want to get a hardship in college football, I'm fine with that. If you're ready, if you're a guaranteed first-round pick, let's say, I think it should be okay for you to be able to leave early and get a hardship. But as a general rule, and I say that about football because it's so violent that you can have your career end in a way that doesn't typically happen in baseball or uh, or basketball, certainly. It's rare to have an injury that's so bad that you can't come back from it. Um, but I would say that's the perfect system. I think it strengthens college football, college basketball, college baseball, all of them. And I think it also strengthens the pro leagues. Because as a coach, you know you got a guy for three years if he comes to you, but you also then don't have the argument of, oh my God, you've got to pay this guy. It's really unfair the way you're treating him. Because college would be a pathway for somebody who hopes to be a pro one day, but in the meantime wants to get an education. Fans would get to know they're going to have three years at least with that athlete. And if you're so supremely talented that you're able to go pro early, you don't have to worry about that at all. You've got that opportunity. I think it's a no-brainer. So I think it's a smart move by the NBA. I think it's a smart move by Jalen Green. I think it's a smart move by the G League. I think it'll require guys like John Calipari and now Coach K, who have gotten so used to being able to get the one-and-done guys they may have to go back to the drawing board and start recruiting three- and four-year players again, which I think is an overall strength to uh, the, uh, the, the brand in college basketball. When we come back, so many of you wanted to hear this that we decided to play it for you again. Peter King has been taking shots at me for years. NBC sports writer Peter King. He came on the show earlier this week. Opening question from me was, why don't you like me? And from there, it did not go well from Peter King. You guys are going to love this. We're playing it for you again in hour one. Get your popcorn. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be All right, so The Last Dance, this documentary that surrounds Michael Jordan. We played you a little clip from Jordan yesterday. He was on Good Morning America. And this is about the 1998 Chicago Bulls team, the one that won the sixth title in eight years, the the Brian Russell getting shoved, Michael Jordan step-back jumper to win in Game 6 in Utah. I'm sorry for Jazz fans out there to have to remind you about this. Uh, But as you think about this documentary, I talked about this a little bit with Lance, and I'm still kind of blown away by it. The amount of time that has passed now for Jordan, he's become a legendary figure that a lot of people outside of YouTube have never really seen play, and they don't really know about him. And I'm going to ask Jonathan Taylor about this, who's the Wisconsin running back that's going to be on with us, because I was doing research about him. And I saw that he was born in 1999 and he's about to get drafted. He was almost born in the 21st century. And so everybody out there that is young, you know, there's 27 year old guys right now listening to me who don't ever remember watching Michael Jordan play. And that's a totally different universe. LeBron is their guy. They've grown up with LeBron. And as you kind of run through it's interesting to think about what the uh, what the situation and what the impressions of Michael Jordan would be. Let me play you this Good Morning America audio that we have 
uh, that was uh, that was Michael Jordan talking about this documentary yesterday. And I'm curious what the impressions of him are going to be for a younger generation that may not have seen him play before. Let me go ahead and play that audio now. It's great that this series has been moved up. It was supposed to debut later, but people were just clamoring for for something to give them inspiration and hope. And this docuseries really does this. It chronicles that final championship run. Michael, what do you remember most about that final year? Well, it was a trying year. We all were trying to enjoy that year, knowing that it was coming to an end. I was hoping that, you know, the beginning of the season, it, it basically started when Jerry Krause told Phil that, you know, he can go 82-0 and 0 and we, we, he would never get the chance to come back. You know, knowing that I was, I married myself to him, you know, obviously, and, and if he wasn't going to be a coach, then, you know, obviously I wasn't going to play. So Phil started off the year by saying this is the last dance, and, and we played it that way. You know, so mentally it just kind of – it tugged at you throughout the course of the year, you know, but that this had to come to an end, but it also centered our focus to making sure we end it right. So, I mean, as, as sad as it sounds at the beginning of the year, we try to rejoice and enjoy the year and, and finish it off the right way. All right. So that's Michael Jordan. And what's fascinating, and you heard me talking about this with Lance Taylor in the last segment is Jordan is, I would say the last athlete to exist before the hater generation. And what I mean by that is, and LT kind of hit on this, Steph Curry is a really inoffensive guy, right? I mean, if you watch Steph Curry play, it's hard, like, yeah, you can get mad because he showboats a little bit and he pulls out his mouthpiece and he poses after he drains threes. And I've made the argument that I believe Steph Curry is going to be the more influential athlete for basketball than LeBron James. And people say, what are you talking about? And I say, have you coached Little League basketball? People don't think they can be LeBron James. He's too big, too strong, too fast, too otherworldly. Every kid thinks they can be Steph Curry, the skinny kid who can drain long-range jumpers. And when I was growing up, everybody wanted to be Michael Jordan. Now, every kid wants to be Steph Curry. You even see it in the NCAA tournament. Used to be guys go to the basket. Now everybody wants to take a long-range step-back three to win in a big college game. And Jordan was, you know, the Be Like Mike, the Gatorade commercials. I mean, I'm the Jordan generation. I grew up watching him get past the Detroit Pistons. I rooted for him like crazy. But unless you were a Knicks fan or you were a Pacers fan or you were a Jazz fan or maybe you were a Seattle Sonics fan when Jordan was playing against your team down the stretch, you really didn't hate him. In fact, the vast majority of the country was a Michael Jordan fan. Now, I think there are interesting reasons why that was. A big part of that was there were a lot of guys who were willing to wear the black hat and be the bad guy against Michael Jordan over his career. And if you're a big-time NBA fan back in the day, I can run you through those guys, and you'll be like, yep, remember it. Patrick Ewing, he was the anti-Jordan. Reggie Miller, the anti-Jordan. Charles Barkley, the anti-Jordan. All of those, John Starks, every one of those guys, if you were a 90s-era NBA fan, all those guys that I just ran through, you're like, yeah, totally see it. And obviously, it all started against the bad boys with Dennis Rodman, Bill Lambeer, Isaiah Thomas. Those were the guys that everybody disliked, that Jordan couldn't get past the Pistons. And so Jordan was uniquely fortunate that the teams that were the villains against him were happy to play the villain role. Who's the biggest villain in the NBA now? The reason why I paused so long, you can't even think of one. Everybody in the NBA now is so focused on their brand. They're so worried about what people might say to them on social media that nobody's willing to be the villain. Nobody wants to be the bad guy because it's harder to sell shoes and Big Macs if you're the bad guy. 
Gatorade doesn't want to sign up the bad guy. There isn't anybody in the NBA. I mean, it's even hard for me to think about who the villain is going to be. There really isn't one, right? Like, you think about it, there are people who can maybe put that villain cap, villain cap, that villain hat on you, but not for very long. Like, if Giannis comes out of the NBA East, he's an incredibly likable guy. Jason Tatum, really likable guy. Kevin Durant cares so much about what you say about him that he creates fake Twitter accounts to go respond to his critics. Maybe James Harden, but James Harden, is it's just so hard to create a villain. They don't exist. One reason why Jordan was such a superstar was because there were so many people in his era that were willing to be the bad guy. They let Jordan be the good guy. Boxing still has him. MMA has him. Guys understand that villainy drives ratings. The NBA has never been more popular than when Michael Jordan was playing against the Utah Jazz in 1998. Ratings are down 50% in terms of viewers since then. NFL ratings are up since then, so it's not just a function of more options. I can't wait. I'm going to do, I might do all three hours talking about Michael Jordan and this new documentary if it's as good as I expect it to be. I absolutely, positively cannot wait to see it. When we come back, I saw an idea on Yahoo Sports and I thought, you know what? This might even be a more brilliant idea than my idea for the NBA going to Las Vegas. Where could the NBA go? How about the happiest place on earth to get their season back rolling? Really, Disney World meets the NBA. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Final hour of the week. 14 hours down, one hour to go. We're here live in the Geico Outkick Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, guy we've had on a lot. Enjoy having on Dan Wetzel at Dan Wetzel on Twitter. You can read him on Yahoo, best national sports columnist in the country. And, Dan, you heard me stumble a little bit there on Friday. Yesterday on the show, I said it was still March. Can you ever remember a time where everything felt more similar? Like, usually when it's Friday and I'm doing the show, I'm like, all right, it's Friday, going into the weekend. You know, during the fall, you got football games pretty much all year round, great sporting events. And I'm going to be honest with you, every day kind of feels almost exactly the same um, for the last six weeks or so. Do you feel the same yourself? The Groundhog Day movie, right? Yeah, yeah, it really it, is. Yeah, it, it is is absolutely it. And um, uh, you get to sleep in, and you don't have to do your early show on the weekend. Yeah, on so Saturday and Sunday, that. that's nice. Yes, but, yeah, no, it's not like, um, yeah, you're all of a sudden like, all right, let's do it. We're doing this, going out with some couples for dinner. We got this games now, and uh, yeah, no, just it's <laughs> day after day after day. I said I'll earlier. It's five weeks in, it's like you get in the routine and it's like, you know, you can kind of do it. I mean, I I feel blessed that like I'm able to stay in my house, but it's a little scary how quickly you adapt. I I will say this. um, I I realized, and I talked about it on the show earlier in the show, but I was talking with buddies last night and I haven't been more than three miles from my house in six weeks. And the only place that I've been... (laughs) Uh, that's greater than, you know, and that's only a couple of times is to pick up food, right? Like and from local yeah. places to eat. And like, I, I don't remember the last time I got gas. I don't, I don't, you know, like so many things that are ordinarily a normal sort of flow of your day. It's amazing how much you can just, like you said, you get adjusted. Having said that, the thing I don't want to get adjusted to is the absence of sports. And you had a good column talking about how and and I talked about this yesterday on the show it feels to me in an era where everybody is hyper partisan that fortunately like we saw Andrew Cuomo saying hey even as bad as things have been in New York he was advocating for the return of sports uh, baseball in particular Donald Trump love him or hate him has been pretty aggressive about warning sports back Ron DeSantis basically everybody but the California governor and California mayors um, and most recently, Anthony Fauci came out and said, basically, uh, there's a path to get sports back. Uh, did you uh, do you th- are you more optimistic now this week than maybe you were last week? I am. I think the go- I think in California, they are they want it. They're just a little more. I don't know. They, they they're not as quite uh, they don't quite get as emotional about it, but. Fauci to me on Thursday or Wednesday or whatever day, Groundhog's Day. Yeah, he, right. He gave a he talked on some Snapchat podcast or something, and he said, "Yeah, you can do this. You 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 put all the guys in a hotel, and you keep them separated, and you play the games, and there's a way to do it." Now, you know, I have spent the last month discussing how to get these games going and the whole concept. I know you've talked about it. You know, can you put the NBA and the MGA grand in Vegas, 6,000 rooms and try to play your playoffs. And so look, the logistics of that are, you know, unbelievable. Given that a shot. Okay. The, the whole concept, or we're going to take the national hockey league and we're going to Fargo, North Dakota and giving this thing a crack. Right. Uh, where there's a bunch of ranks. So the logistics are are incredible to pull this off. But the idea that Fauci is saying, yeah, you could do this is huge because everything is partisan, unfortunately. And so whatever this governor says or this politician says or Trump says, 
half the people are going to hate what they say. Oh, that one's an idiot. You're an idiot. And so Fauci's the one person to me that can come through and say, can provide political cover for everybody to say, oh, well, if he says you can do it. I, I put in the column, like, this isn't that much different than what Dana White was trying to do with the UFC. Now, he's trying to do it faster than Fauci's saying. There's a few differences. But Dana White's basically like, there's got to be a way. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. What if we do this, right? I mean, he's even, yes. you know, this whole fight fight island thing that he's got going, which who knows if it's even true. But it's, it's this is this is it, right? And Fauci's basically saying, yeah, you could try that. And nobody, like, people don't want to listen to Dana White. I get it, because they're like, he's trying to make money. He's, what does this guy know? He's a UFC promoter. Understood. But if the, you know, if America's infectious disease hero is saying it's possible, I think it's a huge, huge step because we need the will and the political cover for, and, and for somebody to sit there and say, all right, let's give it a shot. Let's, let's allow a PGA tournament and see what happens. Let's, let's allow a, a cage fight and see what happens. Let's, let's actually move forward on this crazy idea of staging an NBA playoff with everybody in one casino. Uh, and if that works, then, then we got sports back. But if everyone's just saying, no, it's impossible, we're never going to get there. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you. Uh, and I actually read on Yahoo yesterday a really interesting column. I wrote all about the NBA. I think it makes sense in Vegas. But I also saw another suggestion, and the reason why I thought it could potentially make sense was one of the challenges. And I, but before I get to that, well, I mean, let me give you this. You have two daughters, um, and they're, yeah. I, I think, like – almost teenage age, right? I mean, they're, they're getting, uh, and so 15 and 12 now, yeah, 15 and 12. All right. So I've got a 12 and a nine and a five. And it's funny. People say, Oh, you know, you're going to put these guys in a hotel room and a hotel or whatever, and you're going to take them away from their families. And, uh, you're going to, you know, expect for them to be gone for however long it is, whether it's major league baseball, NHL, uh, NBA, whatever the idea of the bubble. And people say like, how in the world would you take them away from their family? And I was talking to my wife about this and we've had these discussions before because sometimes I'll invite her out. Let's say when I'm in LA working at Fox, I'll say, Hey, do you want to come out and uh, bring the boys and you can hang out with me while I'm in LA and we'll go do things when I'm not working. She's like, you're going to work most of the time. And then I'm just in a hotel with three kids, which is a lot tougher than just being in our house with three kids. And so when I hear people say, oh, that you got to bring the families with them, no. I'm like my wife would say in a heartbeat, yeah, you go work, all right? You go make the money if you have to, and we'll see you, you know, when you can come back. And I think most people are like that. But would your wife probably say the same thing? Like if you said, hey, oh, I, uh, Yahoo is making us all come to a bubble, but we're going to stay at an awesome hotel. You can come stay at the hotel with me. She'd probably say, no, I'll stay at the house with the girls. You're right, because they want to be around their friends and all that. Yes. I got a, my problem with that entire argument, and I get it, okay, because I've had to travel. I've covered World Cups. I've been gone for five weeks, okay? We've had I've you on the Olympics. show before from Asia. Yeah, right, from Asia, from all over, right? So four or five weeks, you're, on, you're away from your family. It's not fun. I mean, it just isn't, okay? I, don't, I never liked them. I, I, I'm always like, you're, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a roller coaster. So what? That's the job. That's yeah. what I get paid for. Soldiers go on yeah. deployment. Yeah. Oil workers go to the north uh, you know, uh, fields of Alaska. Uh, guys go out on fishing boats, long-haul truckers. I mean, this is businessmen go to China. I mean, they go wherever. People go, uh, you know, I got to go work at this factory for the week because my factory closed down. Auto workers, you know, right? You transferred and you got to go to Kansas City now. It's totally uh, true. This is what you do for a job. And if you don't want to do it, quit. Yeah. And none of us doing it are making the money of the NBA. I, you're not hearing LeBron James say that, okay? You're hearing people saying, oops, it's really unfair to the players. It's not unfair. That's the job. It's not like the NBA cooked up a coronavirus to try to punish them. Right. <laughs> this is just yeah. what we're at. So, now. you know. Tough break. It, yeah, it, it would suck. I'm sure it would suck for those guys, and I'm sure they don't want to do it. And it would you'd go a little stir-crazy being bubbled into the MGM for two months or something or three months. But that's how you make your money. You I, so I up. actually saw an interesting argument on top of that that I was going to mention from Yahoo that I thought, well, maybe this makes more sense than Vegas. It is that the NBA should, because they have the partnership with Disney – 
And if you've ever been to Disney World, they have the wide world of sports there with all their basketball courts and everything else that are set up that ESPN already has the cameras ready for. They do college basketball tournaments there. They could theoretically take the NBA because Disney World is shut right now and they have these tens of thousands of rooms that are closed and they could actually offer to the NBA players, hey, your family can come stay here, you know, as long as we're testing them for, for, for everything. And they could be on the Disney World campus down in Florida and, you know, your team can stay somewhere, but you could theoretically come visit them because Disney World, if you've ever been there, is one large bubble and they're not using hardly any of those facilities right now. That yeah. actually, I thought, was not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. I was actually, one of my daughters played a soccer event down at that, that Disney World uh, Worldwide Sports facility. It's phenomenal, right? Yeah. Right. And so I do think some of that could work, but I actually think the hard part of this would be you want to you want to have the smallest number of people possible. And I understand that too. Yes. Yeah. You know. So to me, the actual way to do this, and I don't know if they, I, I don't, I have no idea. The NBA, you literally can, I can call anybody in the NBA up, and someone's got a different plan. So I, who knows? But if it was me with the NBA, I would actually sit there and say, we're taking the top four teams, we're taking the top eight teams in the league this year. Yep. And that's the playoffs. Then Eastern Conference, Western Conference, tough break. This is what we're doing. We're taking eight teams. You're going to have a traveling party of maybe about 40, 30 for a traveling party on an NBA team, counting doctors and all that. Maybe get to 40 with everybody. And we take over the MGM. We have the smallest number possible. We are walking, not riding buses, nothing extra. We are walking to the MGM Grand, and we start playing games. And we're going to play, um, you know, Four times a day, the first the first series, twice a day, you know, on the court, we stagger them out, or I guess you'd have yep. however you stagger it out. Play every other day and get this thing done as fast as possible. No more three days off between games. You want to try to get some rest and whatever, but you want to get this done in two months or less because the less people you have and the quicker you do it, the better. Yeah. And because a million problems can break out. And what happens if you're going into the NBA Finals or your Game Seven is going to be Clippers versus Lakers? Oh, except LeBron and Anthony Davis got coronavirus in the games. You know, oh, that's right. So you, I think you want the smallest number because it's already so hard. And I like the idea of a hot location and a dry location where it doesn't seem to be as big of a deal. Who knows? Right. But we're going to find out. You wait as long as you can because a treatment will change everything on this disease. Once we get a treatment, every every dynamic changes. You're not really risking. You're, you're less likely to stop. So I would think it's smaller. But Disney World is certainly an interesting place. But if you're going to run the Disney World, you have to bring in workers. You have to have your kids. Disney World. I mean, you've been to Disney World. This is like infectious disease central in normal time. <laughs> I was just there at Big Thunder Mountain Railroad for 75 minutes right now, snaking your way around. You get, oh. Just ask. If I had known about coronavirus in February when I was there, I would even I would have become a germaphobe. Like, it's funny. <laughs> My wife and the kids were there. You know, we were down at the Super Bowl in Miami, and my wife and the kids. Uh, were there because they had a competition uh, at Disney and I didn't get to go because it happened to be the same week as the Super Bowl. And as you know, that's like the busiest week of the year. And so yeah. I had, you know, lock it in. Fox had the Super Bowl. We were on the stage and everything else. I couldn't be anywhere else. And plus the radio show. And, uh, and my wife was like, I'm so glad that we got that in right beforehand because, but you know, the reality might be that the coronavirus might have been spreading like crazy through Disney World already. You know, a lot of people just get it and they don't, they're asymptomatic and everything else. We still yeah. don't know. Uh, but that in and of itself is uh, is kind of wild. I was so, there President's Day weekend, yeah. Oh, you were there even closer to this thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> President's Day I'm glad weekend. I didn't know. President's Day weekend, I was down there a couple of years ago, was pure mayhem. I mean, it was impossible. I, I thought that that was going to be a week a week that would be pretty good to go. And they're like, yeah, that's like the worst week to go to Disney World because everybody gets off in the, you know, like a lot of people take off that week or they get multiple days yeah. off for President's Day week. Oh, yeah. It was, I, I mean, yeah. it was unbelievable how crowded it was with my three yeah, kids. Yeah, they ran a huge soccer tournament. We're there. I mean, you oh, know, my you God. Do it, but it, 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 I, it's a wonder I didn't die of 14 other diseases. Forget Oh, I mean. 
It, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I finished the week. You can't move without someone coughing on you or some lady running you over oh. a scooter. I mean, this is already a, not a healthy place. <laughs> I finished the week. Licking the uh, rope and <laughs> I finished the week there, and I swear to you, I got back home and I was like, I am so much more tired on Sunday from having been there than if I had just gotten to stay home and do my work. You know, I mean, yeah. at the time, I guess it was like two or two and a half or three years ago. So you know, you had a three-year-old or a two-year-old, and like I, it was just yeah. it was absolute chaos. Um, so uh, as we head into the weekend, which will not feel very much different to many people out there based on the fact that we're, we are in the middle of Groundhog Day, uh, you are, and I think this is a good, uh, good takeaway. I've been trying to be optimistic on the show. You are with me that overall this was a good week in terms of sports coming back, if that is your goal, which is the goal, let's be frank, of many people who are listening to this program right now. Yeah, sure. I mean, why wouldn't you be, right? Um, I think Fauci saying it's possible provides a lot of coverage. I think the single biggest thing in all of this, because everyone's got, hey, I'm projecting this, or what if? If we can find a treatment, not a vaccine, the vaccine's going to take a year, a year and a half, I don't know. But if, you know, we have every smart person on earth trying to figure this out. And I don't think any of us care where, who figures out the little cocktail that if there is one, yeah. That can, you know, curb the death rate, curb the severe thing. And if it's somebody in France or someone in Australia or someone in Pittsburgh, I don't care. Right. But if they can come up with that, it changed it. So I just think we're buying time with the stay at home stuff. It's it's frustrating. We're buying time with no sports. But I assume progress is going to I feel like something's going to happen. And most importantly, I think when you have Fauci saying, look, he provides coverage. Now it's a lot easier for someone to say, all right, I'm going to let them play. I'm going to let you play some sports. I'm going to let this go. Also, PGA Tour saying, bang, uh, June, June 11th. And, and to me, golf is the single easiest sporting event to play. No doubt. Uh, in this. And so I think they're going to stick with that one. Again, that's still, you know, seven weeks, eight weeks away. But at least it's on the calendar as a possible. You also know this. It's a little bit like whack-a-mole, and everybody's afraid to stick their head up because there's a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, you can't do that. Same thing with states coming back, right, as individual right. states come back. That's why you've got all these states that are banding together so the governors can say, oh, we're going to uniformly make the decision to come right. back, whether it's the East Coast or the West Coast, because if they do it individually, everybody's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? There will be an element of that no matter what. This way, with everybody kind of banding together, once the first sport comes back, it makes it so much easier for the others to say yes. And I think you're right about Fauci uh, giving us cover. Yeah, because they can say Fauci said we could do it. Again, Dana White's trying it, and he's getting – Dana White was getting killed at the UFC. And whether you liked his plan, didn't, whatever, I don't, you know, or you like Dana, don't like him. He was getting murdered for even trying it. Everyone's yelling at him. And now he's – you know, and and because he's kind of out on an island. Now, you know, Adam Silver can be like, hey, look, Dr. Fauci here thinks we can do this. A lot harder to criticize. No doubt at all. Good stuff as always. Dan Wetzel, follow him on Twitter at Dan Wetzel. When we come back, Jonathan Taylor, star running back from Wisconsin, getting ready to get drafted. He's going to be with us. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in now a guy who has been dominated in college football for a long time, and I think he's probably pretty excited to see whether or not he can be dominant in the NFL too. Wisconsin, I guess former now, Wisconsin running back Jonathan Taylor. Does that sound strange to hear now that I say former? Does it still feel kind of wacky that you're gone? And probably of all the times to be gone, you got to be talking to buddies back home in Wisconsin who are like, Man, ever since you left, things have just gone crazy because it has gotten crazy on college campuses and around the, the nation in general. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually been kind of wild. Recently, about two days ago, I went on my Instagram and I had changed my bio. My bio said running back at the University of Wisconsin, and I was just like, wow, I'm going to have to change that now. And it's just a totally different feeling. It's going to be weird watching the games now from outside in. And, you know, it's going to be a fun experience, though, because now I get to sit there and actually, you know, enjoy Wisconsin football and cheer my guys on. You carried the ball 926 times, I believe, in college football. You went for just shy of 2,000, over 2,000, over 2,000 yards the last three years. If I had told you that was going to happen when you arrived in Wisconsin as a freshman, you would have said what to me? I would have said, do you think I'd be that good enough for them to give me the ball that many times? Yeah. I mean, that that's a crazy number <laughs> of carries, and you have to be insanely durable in order to be able to accomplish that. Um, I mean, that that's one of the greatest stat lines in the history of college football. Uh, as you get ready for the NFL, what do you think you learned at Wisconsin will translate to the NFL, and how confident are you? I'm, I'm actually very confident. I just think everything we do at the University of Wisconsin is basically a, a pro football scheme. So everything we do there is translate over to the pros. And I actually confirmed that once I went to the combine and coaches and position coaches, GM, OC, they were asking me specific questions about football. And usually you have to kind of translate it in your head over the terminology that they want, but it was similar to the same terminology that we had at the University of Wisconsin. So that was actually kind of awesome because you knew that, oh, wow, I'm really prepared for this moment. And you know, the coaches and, and the school really prepared me. Who do you who do you think you compare to? Everybody likes to think. I mean, as they get ready, I know it's going to be interesting to you to see all the guys that you've been watching on Sunday for a while. But who do you think your style compares to that's in the NFL now? 
So it's hard it's hard to kind of compare yourself to somebody, but there are definitely people who you try to grab bits and pieces from their game into yours. So in today's game, definitely Ezekiel Elliott's ability to, you know, move the chains and move forward. I mean, that's just – he's one of the best to do that. And then you think about, you know, Saquon Barkley's ability to make people miss and be very explosive. So you try to grab bits and pieces from everyone's game and try and, and emulate that in your own kind of way to your style. What will you be doing on draft day, and I should say draft days in general? Um, obviously, initially, the NFL is going to throw a massive party in Las Vegas. That gets canceled. Now there's a lot of people sitting around with webcams. I think the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, has said if you have more than 10 people at your draft party, they won't show you on television What's your expectation for what Thursday, Friday, and Saturday will be like for you uh, and also other guys that you're probably rooting for to see where they're going to end up? So those drafts, the draft day or draft weekend, it's definitely going to be to me an emotional time just because normally if there were normal circumstances, you would have all of your family and friends there, everyone you would want to share this moment with. And now the circumstances kind of force you to pick and choose your closest family members and then explain to to others how if things were different, you would definitely have loved for them to be there in a heartbeat to share this moment. But just the way the guidelines are now, you have to just have a limited amount of people there. So it's going to be tough because you know there are a lot of people that you would want to share this moment, but at least you'll be surrounded by your closest family and friends. Uh, we're talking with Jonathan Taylor, his Twitter handle, by the way, at JT23. Uh, you can find him there. Um, so what are you hearing about where you're going to be drafted? Like what kind of uh, indication are you getting about where you might go? What do you anticipate? Who do you think you had a good meeting with? What has this process been like in terms of even being able to do interviews with obviously travel restricted as it has been? Yeah, so, you know, as far as where you're going, you always get with your agent and you always look at what makes sense. What, are, what teams need a bank? what team moves might be, whether they might move up, whether things might shuffle. Um, and I think the biggest thing is if a team shuffles up to the draft by, let's say they jump up from the bottom of the first to the top of the first and grab someone, that could shuffle everyone's boards, and then everyone's numbers are, are where they're projected to go changes. But as far as that, going and getting meetings in and not being able to go on visits and meet coaches and see facilities, it's an experience you won't be able to get um, this draft class won't be able to get, but at least we'll have a story to tell and say we got drafted during a, a pandemic. <laughs> what have you been doing? So for people who don't know, you guys go train. At least you got the NFL Combine workouts in. Uh, but for people who uh, you know aren't aware, you have a lot of time to fill once you get your training and your physical uh, physical ability up as high as it can be. How have you been spending your time? You've been watching Netflix. Is there a particular television show that you found yourself uh, ending up watching? I know you're out in Arizona now, uh, and thanks for getting up early in the morning with us, by the way. But what are you doing? How are you spending your time? So, like you said, I'm in Arizona. Something that I haven't done before that I actually did this past weekend was actually go hiking for the first time on like an actual mountain, not like a, just like a trail in the forest or something. It was like an actual mountain up to a peak. And that was like unbelievable. It was awesome. So, you know, you try to find things that you can do that require or that you can actually do while social distancing yourself, which yep. something like hiking and things like that. Other than that, you're really in the house, like you said, watching Netflix or you might just, watch an old game that you had and you're just trying to have the time pass, trying to stay sane. What in the Netflix shows, if any, or television shows, do you have any favorites? There's this show on Netflix called Ozark. That's actually oh, it's phenomenal. really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so have you watched all three seasons or have you just started it? All three. Yeah, that's so, the hard part when you finally finish the show. <laughs> yeah, so what? What? So you can't. We don't want to give it away because I know a lot of people are watching. But what letter grade would you give Ozark if people out there are looking for a new show to watch? I would give. It, I would give it an, an A if you if you stick with it because you definitely have to. The problem with starting a new show is you have to go through the setup. Yeah, and that's the, that's what gets people hooked. Once you get the setup, then you want to know what happens next and what happens next. So you get through the setup, setting the stage, and then you'll be hooked because then you'll want to know what happened with each character. Uh, did you watch the Tiger King? 
it, it's crazy because I watched the Tiger King and I said I wasn't going to watch it, but with circumstances now, somehow my thumb found its way to the Tiger King and pressed play. It was entertaining. I'm not going to lie. It was entertaining. It was a bunch of drama, but I did watch it. So, so I watched that with my wife and the kids have watched off and on in my house coming back through watching it as well. It's almost like that entire show, there isn't really that likable of a person, right? Because uh, like, it's wild because it just keeps getting crazier, right? And so it's impossible almost to stop it. But at the end, you're left like kind of thinking, man, I don't know who I really liked that I spent the last six or seven hours with. That's the crazy thing about it because once you get a feeling about one character – and you say, okay, this is this is a good guy, this is a bad guy. And then something else comes out, and you're like, hold on, wait a second. That doesn't yeah. seem right. So you really are confused. You're like, okay, I don't know who's right, who's wrong, but their lives are crazy. So uh, when you find out where you're drafted um, and you start to realize, okay, the next uh, part of my life is going to be living X, Y, or Z – are there cities you're looking at right now and you're like, I want to go there? Or are you so excited that it's not even going to matter where you get drafted? You're just going to be so ecstatic about it. How, how will that process work, do you think, in your head when the draft is actually going? I think when the draft is actually going and you'll have a team who makes sense to draft the running back, you get excited and you start thinking about, man, this could possibly be it. And when it, you end up not going there, then it'll change to the next team that makes sense. Again, you never know where you're really going, but you have teams that make sense to draft you know, someone at your position. So when that team is up, you start thinking like, man, what if I live there? I mean, that would be awesome. And then if that's not the team, then you'll probably go to the next one and you'll get excited all over about that one. Do you miss the fact that you won't be able to have that walk across the stage moment uh, the bear hug with the commissioner. When you talk to other guys who are potentially going to get drafted, is that uh, is that a disappointment, or is there so much excitement about getting drafted that it doesn't even really matter how you get drafted? You just want to get drafted. Yeah, so I think I think it is just so much excited that it doesn't matter how you get drafted, and it's just so much as no one knows what that experience is like until you actually go through it. So. All we can do is imagine, like, wow, like imagine going and shaking Roger Goodell's hand, walking across the stage. That must feel awesome. But at the same time, like, we're still getting drafted. We're still getting that opportunity to join an organization. So guys are still excited. And like I said before, I mean, we'll just have one heck of a story to tell. For people who haven't ever watched a college football game in Camp Randall, uh, and haven't been able to travel up to Madison and see what the University of Wisconsin is like. How would you describe the Wisconsin game day atmosphere, and how would you describe what it feels like to run on the field at Camp Randall? For instance, last year, I can only imagine how electric it was when you guys got up, I think, 35 to nothing on Michigan and just waylaid Jim Harbaugh's Michigan team. What does that feel like in that environment, and what are people missing if they haven't been there? I mean, I would definitely say if you don't like, if your ears are sensitive, then you probably shouldn't come. <laughs> Uh, because that place can actually rumble. And like you said, this past season versus Michigan, I mean, that was one of the loudest I've ever heard the camp, you know, since I've been there. And, you know, there's been some crazy, crazy times. But uh, I would definitely say that it's an electric experience that you won't forget. But, again, if your ears are sensitive, you should not come. We're talking to Jonathan Taylor. Last question for you. We were talking earlier on the show about how young some guys are you were born after michael jordan won his last bulls championship i'm sure that you have paid attention to the michael jordan versus lebron james debate it's impossible to miss if you are a sports fan but will you be watching this new documentary about michael jordan and what do you know about michael jordan's career that maybe other people who are older than you that are sports fans have talked about how intrigued are you to see maybe a story that you don't know that well because you didn't watch it yourself. Yeah, so I cannot wait to watch that documentary just because, like, so my dad, he's a huge basketball fan, um, and his favorite player and who he thinks is the best is Michael Jordan. And I think – Your dad's right, by the way. Nowadays <laughs> – 
So I think nowadays a lot of people think that, you know, the new greatest basketball player ever play is LeBron. And it's hard to determine, um, I think, just because people now didn't really watch Michael Jordan in person. They didn't really experience that whole journey he went through. So I definitely want to watch it just to get a more insight on that journey. And there's no doubt, no matter if you're from the past or right now, you can definitely look at each other, each other players, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and say, I can tell that they were the best, you know, in that era right there at that time. But, you know, you just want to kind of link up the facts of, you know, who would be the better in their prime. And I can't wait to watch it. Let me tell you this, Jonathan. Uh, You're a young guy, and you're going to have, I think, a good NFL career. But I have talked to a lot of college kids as they get ready for the draft over the years. I don't know if you want to do it, but I think you've already got a potential future in media down the road. So we need to get you on the show again. You've been fantastic. Good luck. We'll be rooting for you. Thanks for spending your time with us, my man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. And, hey, I would love to be back. I appreciate that. That's Jonathan Taylor. We're rooting for him. He has done a fantastic job on this show. But, man, more importantly, he has done a fantastic job for three years at Wisconsin. Team's going to be lucky if they get him. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.